everybody to another episode of M Class Email. I'm Jeff. And I'm Josh. And I hear you out there. What is this show that I've stumbled onto using my Firefox stumble upon feature? Is that a thing? Used to be. Well, I'll tell you, it's called M-Class Email. It's a companion piece to M-Class Podcast where we talk about Star Trek. And on this one, we just read your emails and we uh, talk about them. Yeah, it's like maybe you wanted the episode, but you clicked this by accident. Well, you're stuck now. Fuck it. Uh, Right out the top of the gate, I would like to assuage some fears. Uh, If you sent in an email and we didn't read it, you can send it in again. Uh, We may have just cut it for time. We haven't been getting emails though either. Um, like that's like, that's also something. Uh, like if you send it in twice and we don't read it, just make a new email. Um, but I wanted to specifically point out since we've had a couple people write into us about David S. not writing in recently, we haven't been getting any of your emails, dog. Like yeah, any of did, them. Like your last name? Are you putting an S at the end of email? Because it's email, not emails. It's never David. been plural. Ever. It's never been plural. It's mclassemail at gmail.com. Yeah, it's not even showing up in our spam or anything, so I don't really know what to do. Actually, Maybe. holy shit, it did show up in spam just now! No, it didn't. Holy fuck! The old no. one's in there too! Wait, hold the phone. Where is it? Okay, the old one is yeah. not in there. It's just the new one. I found it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know what? We'll do that one. We'll pop back into spam and do the... Let me unspam. Why is it in spam? Not spam. Thank you. Okay. What? All right, now fucking... it's in the correct order. What a shit show. Okay. I gotta refresh now? God damn it. God fucking, I have to do a thing? Come on. I gotta, I gotta hit one thing once? Fuck this. Our first email is from Ensign Faded. And okay. it's entitled Season 7, Episode 11, TNG. Okay, is this Masks? Uh, no. It's called Parallels. Hmm. Um, let me look this up, because it, it is not explained in this email very much. Now I gotta look up a thing? I'm looking oh it up for God. you, you fuck. Now I gotta wait? <laughs> you fuck! Oh, it's Worf returns from a Batleth tournament. He's the only person who notices subtle changes on the Enterprise. Oh, we watched this one. Yeah, we did. Um, hello, boys. I'm back. Hello. So my, uh, Tyla? Is that like a mom or grandma? T-T-Hyla. Let's look that up. Uh, apocryphal term in Star Trek coined by Gene Roddenberry in an infamous footnote in his novelization of Star Trek The Motion Picture. Okay, what does it mean? Uh, It indicates a close bond with another individual, a friend, brother, or lover. I remember this. Like, he calls Kirk this, and it can also be used for lover. So people used it as, like, a a reason why they were lovers. Sure. Uh, My... My Tahila and I are watching TNG, and we've been into the space weed. <laughs> yeah, shit'll turn you into a werewolf. <laughs> I was in that episode where that came back. Remember everybody? Yeah. The episode on next was season seven's parallels, and what the fuck? What is? Why is it Lynchian? This is the second time we're talking about David Lynch now. Yeah, he's back. No. It could be the space weed, but starting from the fireworks in Worf's room, the whole episode is just off in this David Lynch way that's just wildly dreamlight and gaslighty. Anyone else feel that way? Peas out from the NCC 711-420. Signed, Ensign Faded. Um, Do you think that episode is Lynchian, Josh? Uh... I think it's the space weed. I, think, <laughs> I was going to say, I think it might be the space weed on this one. It is off. The whole episode is supposed yeah. to be off in a way that's supposed to make you feel like things aren't right. Yeah. Um, nobody pops out from the bottom of the bed screaming at Worf at the top of their lungs while their voice plays backwards, though. There's not, yeah, there's no backwards talking, like, I don't know. What's the thing in Mulholland Drive? Is there, like, a... Like a Worf doesn't pull out a, a helium tank and huff gas in a cab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't show his boobs, which... Shame. Yeah. Big, I mean, I guess time. 
it's it's like Lynchian light, like David Lynch extreme light mode. Yeah. But it's no more Lynchian than any other Star Trek episode where they do some weird shit, right? Yeah, it's just, it's, there's some weird unsettling shit happening that you're supposed to feel is out of sorts. I, I do think Spaced Weed would make it a lot more Lynchian. Yeah, probably you were paranoid. <laughs> What's that next email, Josh? The next email is from Fedco. And it says, Hey, Jeff. Hey. Hey, 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 Josh. Hi. Y'all ever been broke up with? Never. (laughs) How bad was it? How did you deal? Asking for a friend. I promise I'll write more fun emails when things shape up. Fedco. Sorry, Fedco's friend, not Fedco. Sorry. Definitely not Fedco. Sorry, definitely not Uh, Fedco. Yeah, I've been broken up with. It was uh, rough. Yeah, it's never good. It's, uh, by the time a relationship has failed that I've been in, I'm fairly aware that it's failing, though. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, uh, when your car breaks down, like, you're pretty, you're like, it's going soon. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, I could feel it coming. There yeah. was this one time where I went out with a girl and I thought it was, it went really well. Like, we went out on a couple dates and I thought it was going really well. And, yeah. um, then, like, she came up to me the next like a day after we got on like our second or third date and she was like hey uh i think we should just be friends yeah and i was that like, sucks and i wanted to, i wanted so hard to be like okay cool what i do wrong but like that's not how you do that <laughs> yeah i was like fuck man what did i do like yeah. i really blew it so early it didn't like break me up or anything but like i spent like a week just being like man what did i do <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've been broken up with. I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm usually the one who does the breaking. <laughs> fucked up, Josh. Well, you know, sometimes things just don't work out. No, here's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna turn into old boomer Josh. Turn into yeah. <laughs> I I think a lot of people, especially younger people, think that like breaks up breakups are this like mutual not traumatic thing right where everyone's necessary or else you end up with someone who you're gonna hate for the rest of your life but also like they're not usually good like breakups are usually bad i've never i had one amicable i had one amicable breakup that uh turned around and became a not amicable breakup a couple weeks later oh yeah it can do that it's crazy life's crazy i've i've very much like been the dude who had the harsh breakup and like really felt it and got all like uh um what's the word i'm trying to think of emotional depressed i slept a lot mopey I get like mopey around. Everybody'd be like, "Hey, let's go out to eat," and I'd be like, "I don't want chronic depression." Uh, I never had breakups cause chronic depression. Five hundred. Everything else summer. (laughs) (laughs) It all blends together at this point. But like you know, I've I've definitely had bad breakups before, and I think the best way to get over it is to understand that like if you would have stayed together, you would have ended up hating it. Like you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you. It sounds dumb, but it's 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 way worse. Like that way, it's just yeah. worse. Like when it gets to the point where, like, I've been in a relationship where it got to the point where, like, you can't stand each other. Yeah, you can't. Even, like, you wake up and you're pissed, and you're like, "This sucks." And that's like, a, yeah. that's a horrible way to be. And like, some people stay in that type of relationship their whole lives because they just don't want to break up. Yeah, I think they're told a bunch of unhealthy shit, right? Like, yeah, it's you true. stay with the person, and uh, nah, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. You can just it's, be whoever you want, do whatever you want. You just reframe the situation. Like, it's not so much that you got dumped or whatever. It's that you dodged a bullet for a relationship that wasn't no, going anywhere. No, I didn't get, I didn't get dumped. I you, I dumped you. Also, now we're learning the truth. <laughs> I dumped you. <laughs> you can't dump me. I dump you first. I dumped you two weeks ago. You just didn't hear me. It's uh, it's rough though. Like ending a relationship is rough. It really is, especially like I don't know. People 
tend to think that like when you're as long as you're dating like you can work things out or whatever but like that's what marriage is like that's not what dating is like dating is you're testing the waters to see if you want to stay with that person yeah i don't know i find a uh solace in the fact that like uh You'd be. It might be weird if you didn't feel shitty, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's like that what might let you know that you're a human being. Yeah. Um, um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, one time uh, I was on a podcast and I broke. It broke up with me. I do remember that. That sucked. <laughs> I do remember that happening a couple podcasts from now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I think uh, trying to sort of like leave it in the past is a good idea as well. Like I know right now the wound is very fresh and it hurts, but like go behind Wawa, break some bottles, dig a hole, burn wood, <laughs> do a bunch of shit that a twelve year old would do, and you'll feel better. Go dance punch in the forest like Footloose, you'll be fine. Just, just re like. Put it. Try and put it in the past and understand that this is the f- this isn't the end of the world for you. This isn't like just because one relationship didn't work out doesn't mean that you won't find someone who it will work out with. Yeah, we're lucky enough to live in a period of time where like not only are there eight billion people on the planet, but we're not limited to the constraints of physically being near somebody to know them. That's so, actually very true. Like when it. people said there were a lot of fish in the sea before, like you you were still on the dock. You but used now to have you to go, go out on the boat. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you can just Google the fish. <laughs> Talk to you them. can Google only fish. Onlyfish.com is back. Onlyfish is back. They're not banning gill shots. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> very similar to what they were banning before. Uh let's not get into that. Um <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry for what happened, Fedco's friend. Yes, I, Fedco's friend. I also am sorry. Tell Fedco, tell your friend I'm sorry. It's uh, it's rough, and you're. I also think it's important to feel free to feel your feelings. Don't like try and repress them because that's going to turn out badly as well. That's what I said. Go break bottles, dance punch. Yeah, dance punching is always a, a, something you should be doing. Anyway, it has to be a saxophone though playing. That's true. Our, our next email <laughs> is uh, quite long. What? Who's it from, though? It's from Brandon R. Uh-huh. And it's entitled New, uh, New to Trek and M Class. Hello, welcome. I'm going to try and go through this a little quick. Uh, hey guys, brief time first time. I'm ashamed to admit that until recently, the only Star Trek I'd seen were the one Black Mirror episode and the glimpses I'd catch of Into Darkness when I was at working at a movie theater. Yucko. I don't know what the Black Mirror episode is. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I'd suggest it. Like, look up Black Mirror Star Trek episode. Okay. At some point a couple of weeks ago, I decided to binge watch all three of those, and honestly, they sort of fit the bill for what I assumed Star Trek was all my life. Bear with me. I know. I'm bearing. I'm bearing. That's, I'm, you're, you're losing me. <laughs> <laughs> they were so-so, but they left me with a sci-fi itch I really wanted scratched. So I decided in my free time to try and tackle one of the TV shows. I chose TNG to start, but holy shit, I never realized there is a lot of Star Trek to choose from. You chose correctly. TOS and TNG are so prevalent in pop culture that even a star baby like me knew Data, Picard, and Worf before I even started the first episode. Star baby. Why is it that I never heard of Deep Space Nine? Apparently just as beloved as TOS and TNG. I think mostly only on this podcast and on podcasts specifically about Deep Space Nine. Is that true? If you look at the listing of like when people vote their favorite series, Deep Space Nine is always second to last. That's so weird. Which is, uh, Voyager is always first or second, so uh, that's a grain of salt situation. Yeah, take that for what it's worth. Uh, Then there's Enterprise and Voyager. Those three seem to have slipped under whatever meme radar the internet has, because I've seen nary a pixel of them. I wonder if that's a common understanding for noobs for the franchise. Anyway, TNG's fucking great. I'm so sad that I'm only learning this now. It's been about a month since I started watching, and I just got to season four. I found you boys a few days ago and have been checking in every time I finish an episode to see if you guys have done it already. Oh, fun. It's made me. It's made the experience pretty neat, as you guys will call to attention things I'd never noticed from my untrained Trek eyes. 
I don't want this email to run long, so I'm just going to bullet point some things I've made note of and skedaddle. <laughs> uh, first, I think Star Trek. Uh, I think because I'd never seen any Star Trek material, I enjoyed season one more than a veteran might have. I had nothing to compare it to. Now I'm on season four. I get it, but for a completely fresh set of eyes, it wasn't all so bad. I wish I could go back and not remember and watch it again. That'd be amazing. I do too. I mean, is there a drug that lets you do that? The first season of TNG is mostly mostly like B plots from TOS, so yeah. I think you would like TOS if you still liked season one. Uh, the look of catharsis on Picard's face every time the crew discovers something new—you know, this guy absolutely boner jams to exploration. <laughs> All my preconceived notions of this show couldn't have prepared me for how much I genuinely laugh. The show has a great sense of humor. Favorite moment so far being when Picard accidentally calls Barclay broccoli. The silence yeah. that follows is so awkward that even Data picks up on the social cue. <laughs> <coughs> Holy oh. shit, this is killing me. Oh god, he's dying. Oh god. Oh no. Oh shit. What happened? Did you just inhale pepper? He's coughing. Fuck. He's dying. What happened? I have water. Hold on. He's got water. Thank God. I have water, too. Who? What kind of water do I have? Redner's. Oh, that's not good. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll cut this out. <laughs> that's fine. You can leave it in. Whatever. No, I'm cutting it. People whatever. need to know I, I almost died. People need to hear it. <laughs> Speaking of Barclay... Barkley, I hope you guys get to that episode soon. Lots to talk about. You can holodeck real people? You can fuck on the holodeck? Well, yeah, of oh, course yeah. you can. That's why it was invented. <laughs> also, people can just walk in on you while you're holodecking? Uh-oh. Do they ever tackle holodeck ethics? Yeah, in that episode. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Data Especially- is easily my favorite character. I went into this show thinking I wouldn't care for him much because that Pinocchio trope is so tried these days, I thought I'd seen it all. Well, move on over, Haley Joel Osment, because shit was I wrong. Yeah. Data has some genuine internal struggle all the while he feels absolutely nothing, but also part of him inherently wants to do good. There's something really beautiful there. I live for the Data-centric episodes. Him getting kidnapped by that collector and deciding whether or not to shoot him at the end, that's the good oh, shit. Oh, so good. Getting hit with a phaser set to kill looks fucking brutal for cable television. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can see their, like, eyes and shit. Uh, do people think Picard wasn't going to be back at the end of season three? They really played it off like Riker was going to be the new captain. I can't imagine that wait between seasons. Yeah, because there was no internet. Nobody was. Yeah. Nobody could, like, talk about this stuff. Right? They'd like, already replaced a main cast member for a whole season at this point. Yeah. So nobody, anything was up. Nobody knew anything about television shows. Like, like today you can go on, like, there's, like, fucking AIs writing articles about, like, the new Spider-Man trailer, right? It's true. Back in the day, it was just like, the episode was over. That's it. See you next year, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Stay cool. Have a great summer. See you next year. If we get picked up, we'll see you next year. If not, yeah. fuck you. Yep. If I was a teenager and Dr. Crusher played my mom on TV, I could see that fucking me up, too. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies for rambling. I'm just happy I started watching this show and found you guys so soon after and just wanted to spread the love. Keep it up and keep an eye out for those damn dirty Rommies. Damn, I love this guy. Acting Ensign Brandon R. of the I Don't Know Ship Names are the template for how they're named. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a great email what's that next one dog uh next one is from ensign chance uh dearest trexters uh-huh first time long time here with a question regarding how we watch tv Ooh. for a long time i listened to m class podcast without ever having seen an episode of star trek so many new people what the hell i don't know <laughs> I knew I would eventually, but for a while I just enjoyed y'all's conversations with minimal knowledge of the characters and plot lines. That's interesting. Two I, months ago... I ahead. couldn't imagine listening to this podcast like that. That's I so wild. I don't know how you listen to me anyway. I am the worst person. You're the best person, and you have a beautiful voice, and I love you. Sometimes I hear myself uh, when I'm editing, and I'm like, why are you like this? Oh, come why- on. 
Why do you talk? Come on. Two months ago, I finally started watching TNG. Yeah, we got another one. We I have got one. I absolutely loved it. Finished most of it, and now in, I'm into onto DS9. Uh, it's made me think. That's Star Trek for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Do people have a different appreciation for a show when you watch it once a week rather than having it all laid out in front of you? If you were watching these episodes when they came out, I did because I'm old. That mm-hmm. <laughs> that episode was all the Star Trek you had for the week. But now, if an episode is boring me, I can just skip to the next. Eh, you shouldn't do that. Do you think <laughs> about media differently when you watch it the traditional TV way versus the binge watch way? Anyways, thanks for the great content over the years, and this wasn't a very funny email, so butts, 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 fart, fart, butts. Save, you really saved it at the end, Chance. Yeah, I'm fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Ensign Chance, USS Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. Uh, yeah. So I'm old. Yeah. And I I watched TNG you are, this You way. are four years older than me, so we're pretty much uh, neck and neck here towards the grave. Well, you get closer to my age the older we get. That's how it works. Yeah. Eventually we'll be the same age, dead. Yeah, yeah we'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> And that's you start over again. You go back to zero. <laughs> oh no! But it's like zero, like like legendary zero. Like it's oh, like okay. Skyrim. I keep all my perks. And yeah, shit. you keep all your perks. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I mean, I'd still do that with um, like the Star Wars shows on Disney Plus only come out once a week, right? Like, she so you gotta wait. Mad. It it sucks, but it's like I'm so I'm so like I'm like a little piss baby now with content like TV shows and movies <laughs> yeah. and like so I want it now. What do yeah. you mean I can't watch the rest now? I I don't like it either because it's like you said like it's like drugs, right? Like I want to binge shit. I love it. I want to binge fucking like The Witcher when it comes out because you can do that on Netflix. You can mm-hmm. just watch all of it. Uh. But Disney is smart, and they know that it, they're going to draw it out for as long as possible. People I, will watch the other shows on their service. Yeah. I don't mind it so much, but I'm old, so, you know, I prefer it to binge it, because that's fun to do. The uh, the thing that I'm thinking about is, like, uh, we t- Crystal and I tend to watch, uh, like, Chopped or... Um, like old episodes of Mythbusters while we eat, yeah, and then afterwards we'll watch whatever like is new, but we only watch one or two episodes at a time. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty much technically for like most of the big things that we're both into, I I am still watching it in like a weekly style format. I just get two episodes at once. Yeah, I think because you're married, like you you also have to be considerate of the other yes. person. Uh, I don't have to be considerate to shit. No. <laughs> so, fucking let me watch that shit. I, I think there's definitely a different level of appreciation for a show when you do have to watch it in, like, a weekly installment. Because, like, that's all you're getting. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the episodes ratings we give would be higher if we were watching it once a week. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if we couldn't just binge-watch Star Trek, like like you said, if we couldn't just skip to the next episode if the one we were watching was boring... Yeah. I bet you that we would rate that episode higher. Yeah, probably. Um, These kids these days are so unappreciative. They don't including understand. Me. We had to watch TV uphill both ways. It's true. If you wanted TV, you had to go up to the TV pole and crank it. <laughs> Crank the TV hose out to your TV and then fire the TV into it. You kids don't know. My TV had like one of those like pull starts, like a lawnmower. <laughs> it was yeah. hard to hard to turn it on, and you had to like to get up. You had to change the channel to get up. <laughs> you had to have a kid, and they change the channel for you. Yeah, that's what I was born for. That's, that's where I was born for, too. Now, we had a remote, I remember, on our old-ass fucking furniture TV that was also, like, a stand. 
Oh yeah, we definitely had a furniture TV that you put the yeah. real TV on top of. Yeah, when that one broke, you just put the other one on it. You know? <clears throat> My throat is killing me. Our next email uh-huh. is from Desrath, who okay. uh, I found out the other day looking through Patreon stuff, is our number one patron. Patron for the longest and the most. Oh my god! The true hero of M-Class Podcast, Desrath, yeah. writes. Uh, the title of the email is T. And it I begins, just see it's T. Wreck Boys. <laughs> I, I was it. beginning... I was listening to the most recent emails episode one week early and before the real episode. And you could too. That's right. If you go to www.unitedfederationofpodcast.com don't worry, Jeff and or Josh. It reroutes to the Patreon. I ain't fleecing, y'all. I never worry, baby. And pledge $5 or 500 cents. You, too, could eat your podcast dessert before your podcast meal. Metaphorically, anyway. Don't eat your phone. Do it. I want to see it. Anyway, I was listening to the most recent emails episode, and Tom wrote in about Worf's Spine episode, which I'm too lazy to look up the name of. Yeah, yeah. His thoughts on the episode reminded me of the Orville episode about a girl, season also, one, episode three. That's a Nirvana song. It is. <laughs> Spoilers ahoy. In it, Bordis, who comes from an all-male race, the Mocklins, has a daughter. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-oh. How did that... How, okay. He and his mate, who shall remain nameless, decide to fix her, which is normal in their culture. The crew takes some time to convince Bordas to not do that, and eventually he's so convinced that he goes to court for his daughter's right to remain his daughter. Ultimately, he gives in because he doesn't want to fight a battle both against his culture and his mate. But this episode reverberates throughout the series both with his family's relationships and with the portrayal of the Mocklin people. For me and a lot of folks, this is the first No Really, We Can Do Star Trek Plots Well episode of The Orville, although Season 2 is richer with them. I've heard that. I've never seen it. I haven't either, man. I I feel like I'm missing out. I know. I need to go watch it. Yeah. Spoilers over. Wanted to mention it because it has similar theme to the Wharf Spine episode, but we get to see the long-lasting effects of it, and Bordas grappling with the quandary more. And if I recall, some of the crew doubt whether they're right to persuade him, but it's been a while. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a tough problem, man. Yeah. Yeah, that one's... I- I don't know, that one's, I think, harder than the Worf one, because it's like, Worf, like, just get a new fucking spine, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, <it's true>. you know, <laughs> like, the other one's, like, way more philosophically... Yeah. It brings a lot, a lot of moral yeah. problems and questions to the yeah. forefront. Yeah. And, again, it's it's the same sort of thing, which is, like, you're going against the these people's culture. Like, in right. their culture, they believe this is right. And right. in our culture, we believe it's wrong. So it's like a clash of cultures and moral values. Yeah. When in the end, there's not really any... There's no one who's 100% correct here. No one is like more moral than anyone else when it comes to their moral... It's just a different set of morals. Yeah, it's hard. You can't even compare them, right? It's almost like yeah. apples and oranges. Moral, 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 moral. It means nothing anymore. It's not even a word. It's just a sound. Quick shout out to y'all talking about my least favorite episode of Enterprise in the previous email episode, too. I hate Congenitor for the reasons Jeff mentioned and agree it would have been much better if Archer didn't just lay into cute Trip Tucker at the end of the episode. Oh my god, here we go. And basically tell him the Congenitor is dead because of him. That episode is fucked up. It might genuinely be my least favorite episode of Star Trek. <laughs> it is a pretty fucked up episode. Uh, I wouldn't go as crazy as calling Trip Tucker cute. That is crazy. Maybe the catfish Trip Tucker he would turn into from eating too much catfish would be cute. <laughs> I like when he eats the catfish on that like space station that fixes the ship. That's he it. Does love a catfish. That's the story. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the end of it. <laughs> All right, that's a bit longer than I intended. Gotta go. I'm on my way to see Star Trek for the Voyage Home in a real-ass movie theater with what? way too much popcorn. Thanks, Fathom Events. That's, that's dope as fuck. That's awesome. I want to do that. I want to do that really badly, too. I don't want to go to a movie theater yet, though. No. I was, I was like, 
bummed as hell that I couldn't see The Green Knight because it was only in theaters. So I'm super glad they finally put it on streaming. Yeah, I was going to go see it. I was like, all right, look, I'm vaccinated, whatever. I'm going to go wear a mask, whatever. And then, like, I was like, no. <laughs> and yeah. then, thankfully, they, they put it out. So good, though. Yeah. Um, by Forever, Captain Desrath of the USS Lollipop O, MK2. Lollipop O. That is definitely not how they name ships, but I guess in your case, you got so many of them. O Mark II? It's a good ship. The good ship. <laughs> Mark II. We really need to watch the Orville at some point. Maybe we'll resurrect M Class, etc., and talk about the Orville. Like Jesus! <laughs> We did the one episode of that and then, like, did everything else besides it. But it does say, I have fucking, I've covered my ass for a long time. Yeah. If you look at the tier list and what you get for it, it says, a rare podcast. Nice. It's very rare. Covered my ass. This is smart. We gotta watch fucking Total Recall and shit, man. It's true. We gotta do everything besides Star Trek content. Yeah. Star Trek related content. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that email, Desrath, the true captain of M-Class Podcast. The next email is from Pineapple Boy. Pineapple Boy. <laughs> Pineapple Boy. Uh, it's called Disposable Villains. Hello there, fellow Treksters. Hello. Over Hello. this past collection of magical and mystical episodes, I have been struck by struck by the necessity... Necessary fact of one-off antagonists in Star Trek. This is obviously true for all serialized media, but these particular episodes of characters that are distinct and grab the imagination, uh, parenthesis, who can ever stop thinking about Nagilam, <laughs> brought about that thought to mind. Yes. Because they're so full of magic. <laughs> magic and mystic. And magic crystals. Mud makes a return, and I am sure I'll... Wait, alright, alright, I'm gonna start reading good. (laughs) I believe in you. Mud makes a return, and I am sure a lot of the weirder maniacs the Enterprise meet have been used in secondary materials. What antagonistic character in Star Trek canon, all of it, would you want a deeper dive into? Multiple appearances can have a real can be a real mixed bag, with Mud going from the sleazy weirdo to the terrifying murderer they make him in Discovery. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. But Q gets mostly more interesting with all of his episodes. Hmm, interesting. Is there a helpful character or race you'd want more of? I think that a main character, Bolian, could be a fun addition to live. Uh, to a live action roster, I expect to hear all Tellerites here. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would love a Tellerite to join yeah. the cast. Holy that, shit, that would be the best because they're they're just dicks, like they're just assholes. I love them so much. Andorians too. I know there's one now, right? In Discovery, there's some kind yeah. of Andorian. Yeah. Are they a crew member? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't I watched that far. Yeah, Mod in in and in, in, uh. Discovery is ridiculous. Like, He's not the same character at all. Yeah. Just call him a different name. Like, just make your own shit. I just I don't know. know how you could watch those two episodes, and even the animated episode, and be like, this guy is a serial killer who knows what he's doing. He's like <laughs> he's, a highly trained murderer. He's like a drunk uncle at best. Like, he's he, a moron. He's just a gross old pimp. Like, yeah. that's all he is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He is. But what uh, antagonistic character would you like to make a return? Oh, uh, shit. That's so good. Good question. I don't know. I think they should do a live-action version of the Satan from Megas 2. Oh, fuck yes. That's it. He wasn't a bad guy, was he? Not really. No. <laughs> he was just like, hey, I'm a Satan, and I'm the Satan wizard. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> the Lady Satan from our Satan's collection, the TNG episode. Oh, fuck yeah. She would be great to come by. Con artist Satan? That would be dope. Damn, that would be really cool. Nagilam should come back, of course. Gul Dukat's son. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gul Dukat Jr., but it's just Gul Dukat. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Nagilam? The pa, the pa Wraiths? 
Oh yeah, well the Paw Race are in a couple episodes. Come back again. <laughs> Come back Dr. to Picard. Dr. Robotnik? <laughs> you mean Eggman? Eggman. Why do they call him different names? Because uh, in Japan he was called Eggman, and when they brought that over to America they thought it wasn't threatening enough. Oh, so they, they when people use it it's like a, look how cool I am. What? Like, I know that it, it's called Eggman in Japan. No, they changed his name to Eggman eventually. That's like his official name everywhere now. Oh. Like how he used to be, like, uh, she used to be Princess Toadstool here. Yeah, now she's Peach. Yeah, now she's Peach. Eventually, like, the American side of things were like, why did we change this name? Yeah, because it's dumb. <laughs> we'll just change it by... Although, like, he's he's referred to as both everywhere now. Like, he's Dr. Robotnik and he's Eggman. I think... Is he Robotnik in the movie? I don't remember. I think he's Robotnik. And then... Because he definitely doesn't look like an egg in the movie. He looks like noted actor Jim Carrey. <laughs> noted character actor Jim Carrey. Uh, uh, who does not look like an egg. No, I don't know if you know that. Skinny. He stays away from vaccines, so he doesn't turn into an egg. That's true. Is it? Is he, is he anti? No, I don't think he. I, he was at one point when he I was. I think he was. I mean, yeah. when you're fucking Jenny McCarthy, I guess you gotta like be like, yeah, I hate stupid. I hate vaccines too. He might I mean, still be. I don't know. He's nuts. I do know that about him. Yeah, he is nuts. He thinks that if you post a painting online, that the government owns it. Okay. Which what's, is what's not the... true. Russian spy bots and t-shirt hackers own it. <laughs> idiot <laughs> dumb dumb um well thanks for all the time love the podcast and everything both of y'all do not sure i could have survived the past year and a half without generous doses of laughing guy and host guy that's us <laughs> love chief customer support pineapple boy of the iks i have news about your car's warranty oh no that's who really owns the paintings that's true <laughs> our next email Mm-hmm. is from Lieutenant Valentina. Ooh. It's entitled, No Subject. <laughs> Dearest Trek Boys, it's been a while since I sent an email. How have you guys been? Oh, you know, pandemic. Bad. <laughs> that's what wow, I just that, said. Wow, that sounds great, and or wow, that's too bad. Yeah. Um. Uh, fuck you or thanks. Um, I'm listening to the latest email episode while sitting outside smoking a cigar. Don't smoke, kids. It's bad for you. I'm a trained professional, and I look cool. Yeah. I heard Q is going to make an appearance in the next season of Star Trek Picard. Do you think they'll use their big budget to make him seem like more of an all-powerful god character, or keep him as a guy who makes shit appear with 80 special effects? I always thought that despite Q being described as a guy who can do anything, the budgets of the show kept him from doing really crazy stuff with him. Keep on track, boying. Lieutenant Valentina, lead holodeck engineer aboard the USS Elder Scrolls 16, Skyrim 8. God, I can't wait till that comes out in 4,200 <laughs> years. I don't think that'll be out in time for the 24th century, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, I was talking I, with Crystal the other day about how fucking, like, since they in, they released Skyrim, FromSoft has released five... Dark Souls games, five Souls series games. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, dude, like Howard then, is like, I don't since care. Since then, they've released Dark Souls the same year, Dark Souls 2, the DLC for both of them, Dark Souls 3, the DLC for that, Bloodborne, and uh, Demon Souls Remake, and they're going to release Elden Ring this year. So that's actually six that'll be out. By the time we haven't even learned the name of Elder Scrolls you 6 You want yet. people to make a game in under 15 years, Jeff? What are you, some kind of <laughs> fucking ungrateful bitch? I know, I'm a monster. Yeah, for real. Just say the fucking name. Say where it takes place. That's all I'm asking. Uh, they're, they're, I hate this new way of things. <laughs> I hate this the new way. <laughs> I hate the new... Well, I just hate that, like, everything's marketable, and it's, like, it's not really that, like, big of a deal, guys. Like, just, like you said, release the name. Like, who, like, come on. There's, there's part of me. 
and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, mm-hmm. there's part of me that thinks they haven't even started the game yet. I think he, that he said that. I think he was like, I don't, we haven't started it. Like, though they've in every interview I've seen about it, they're like, oh, we're hard at work on Elder Scrolls Five. We're deep in the development. Boy. And six. Uh, I, I, six, yeah, six. Well, they're still making five for new systems. So. Well, you gotta keep milking people for five, right? Like the We're, like, deep in the works for Elder Scrolls Six, and, like, there's a part of me that thinks they have not even started the planning period. Like, they don't know where it's gonna take place, even. Yeah, everyone's looking for signs. Like, did you see that one thing where it was a, a trailer for something Bethesda, I forget what it was, and there was, like, a stain... On the on the dashboard of this jet or something, and like it looks like Daggerfall or some shit. Oh my like, god! People are like, you have to be kidding! Yeah, me. no, people are like, it's Daggerfall. It's taking place all over Daggerfall. Blah blah blah. They like Iliac Bay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. They're, I don't um, know. Anyway, uh, I, I I think they're gonna have him have big budget sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Fuck like uh, CBS All Access. Paramount Plus money. They should just keep powers. the blank, though. Just please keep the blanky thing. Like, I, I would kill for that. Just keep it that way. It's so stupid. I love it. It is so dumb. They're not going to do it. No, of course like, not. They're going to, he's going to materialize shit out of dust or something, and they're going to be real proud of their special effects. Yeah, some guy's going to have to work, or girl, or woman, is going to have to work for. 47 hours to make like two particles that they could just easily just blink into existence. Yep. Yeah. It's, I guess it makes a lot of jobs for CGI people, but it makes a lot of dead CGI people as well. Yeah. They're going to get the (laughs) fucking Alex Kurtzman's going to come around and be like, you're not CGIing enough. He's, he comes around with a big bin with a grinder on it and he just throws the CG artists into it when they get spent. Well, he sits on top of the of the of the CG room with a drum, boom, 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 and everyone's as they're CGing with their mice. They're like, oh, yeah, just toiling away, <laughs> just fucking, just like one of them like breaks a nail and he's like to the pit, and then he fucking opens up <laughs> underneath her, and it just. Ah! I will say that I think they're going to be using special, like way more special effects. I don't think they're going to have him doing like crazy stuff. He's still going to be doing the same shit he did before. I hope so, but it's just going to be the special effects are going to be like way ridiculous and unnecessary. Are they going to make him a fucking serial killer? That seems to be their answer. He seems pretty villainous in the first episode. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just wants to. Maybe he just shows up and hangs out with Picard, and he's like, "Yo, let me get some of that tea." <laughs> I'd watch hilarious. that way before I'd watch another Picard season. Yeah, I haven't watched it, and I don't. I don't think I can survive it. I I don't know. It's one of those things that it's uh, it's fun to watch how bad it is. That's not very fun. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Jeff smoking cigars. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on that space weed. Are you smoking cigars, Jeff? Yeah, I'm, I look really cool. I I knew that. Thanks for that email, Valentina. It has been a long time since we heard from you. Thank you. Thanks for that email. I'm losing Listen. my voice, too. We've been doing this for like four hours. Yeah, it's fucking killing me. What's our next email from? Uh, our next I email. I mean, who? I know your people. I know you're all people. Sorry. <laughs> Are they? It could be robots. Metroid it's... Mike. No. <laughs> no? No, our next email is from uh, Michael below it. Oh, there's two Michaels. Oh, okay. Or JG, I mean. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Okay, JG. All right. Stat- <laughs> I do like how I just said no. I didn't no. explain it for a second. No. <laughs> Status update. Your requisition word cloud is complete. Oh, good. That's good. I thought this was spam when I saw it the first time. I mean, time. <laughs> like, it, it definitely looks like it is, no matter what how you look at it. Okay. Uh, from Lieutenant JG, Starfleet Research Division. This looks official. We should probably take this seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trek boys, I apologize about the long delay in this transmission, but I have finally completed the word cloud request by your colleague, Commander Hoteen, on star date. Lots of numbers. Yeah, let's not read numbers. We know about the codes. Like, <laughs> yeah, he used an older code, but it checked out. That's a Star Wars reference. What's, What's up? up? I don't know. 
I don't know. Is that in this world? I don't think so. The word cloud with transmission frequency denoted by font size is as follows. This is like a real puzzle. Okay. Now these are how like these are um how much in, we say it. Yeah, how much we say it and the bigger the fucking word, the more we say it. I get it. Okay, I get it. Oh, uh, number 1, dune buggies. Very small. Number 2, kill Neelix. I don't saying that. I don't know how often Please note I'm compelled to refer to this matter to Starfleet Security, even though it appears to be from a game of expletive Mary Kill. You narc! That's some, that's some narc shit right there. <laughs> Cellular peptide cake. What? When did we say that a lot? I know what it's from, but... Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Number four, because, because George Kirk died. That's a classic. Yeah, that is a classic, and that's why everything is the way it is. Number three, number three, occasionally accompanied by one, two, or three. So, like, going number three. Yeah. Note to self, maybe obscure scatological humor from the early 19th century. Early? <laughs> huh. Uh, number six, Lady Guiden! Of course. <laughs> With three exclamation points. Number seven, two dicked Klingons. While I understand this is the line with Ensign Henderson's field of study, yes, I recommend discussing this obsession with an accredited counselor. The Starfleet help desk is available. I mean, only if the counselor's got two dicks. Is the counselor gonna fuck us? Is that what you're saying? Is it a fuck counselor? With two dicks? Can they fuck us at the same time? I would imagine so. I mean, just to save some money, it's expensive. (laughs) Save some time and money. Yeah. Uh, number eight, please keep your emails short. (laughs) And number nine, the last and most frequently used word is Nagilum. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, we do talk about it. I would imagine the most used word is fuck. I would imagine that also. (laughs) Or, yeah, or dick. We say dick a lot. The. The. Is. Yeah. But. (laughs) <laughs> with two T's. <laughs> yeah, that kind of butt. I'm entrusting this word cloud with you as I've been unable to reach Commander Hotin on subspace. He's probably dead. <laughs> as with all communications, please deliver this message message to your superior officer with no less than three secure data pads in keeping with standard operating procedure and non-classified material- materials. I will say... Hotin isn't dead. He just spun off into his own show, which means he's dead to me. <laughs> it's like Joey. <laughs> That's a reference. <laughs> Respectfully, Lieutenant J.G. Herdman, Starfleet Research Division. P.S. I've been mainlining heaps of your transmissions into my brain hole during the novel coronavirus case of 2369, a.k.a. COVID-69. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you guys have made me laugh out loud way too many times while doing yard work in my quarantine dome. <laughs> You've more than earned my long overdue Patreon subscription. Yeah! We got one! We got one! I love your podcast and I'm telling my friends, keep on trekking! Hell yeah! Keep on trekking! Yeah, don't, get, don't fire us. <laughs> no, please. Look, we say fuck way more than Nagilum. We talk about fucking Nagilum sometimes, even. Yeah, I think I think we do. I think we have said that. I wonder what this star date is. It's highlighted. I don't know. It's code. We should figure it out. Huh. Maybe put it into the space Sega. <laughs> sure. Oh shit! It's playing Toe Jam and Earl. We'll be back. Oh, we'll be- <laughs> we gotta play no. this now. No, our next email. Mm-hmm. Is from Metroid Mike, believe it or not. There's three mics in a row. It's entitled The Oklahoma State University Plumbing Flyer. This sounds exciting. Afternoon, Mr. Pennington. How's that boomer neighbor situation? Uh, bad. Yeah. Well, they'll be dead sooner than you, so no worries. Uh, will they, though? <laughs> and to you as well, Mr. Henderson. Gotten a good hoagie lately? Yeah, man. Uh, meatball. <laughs> With pickles. And- with pickles. You fucking degenerate. Pepper jack cheese. I like a good club myself. I'll give you a good club. Ha <laughs> ha! My club dick. Oh shit. It became sexual harassment suddenly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
This tale takes place in the town of Stillwater. That's, That's where cowboys shoot each other. <laughs> <laughs> A college town north of Oklahoma City, home of the Oklahoma State University Cowboys. Wow, you were right. Bang, bang, pistol Pete and all that. Damn, you were so right. Damn, I knew it. I knew Stillwater yeah. Cowboys live there. Yeah. I know it. And they shoot each other. <laughs> I was working in a corner store just a little bit off campus. I overheard some students talking about how there's a plumbing problem at the school. They said it cost over $7,000 in damage. I just thought to myself, that's some big duke. That means and continued with my work. Mm-hmm. Lying dummies at the store spilled Dr. Pepper into a computer and said they don't know how it broke. What? I went down the road to stop for lunch at a taco spot I like. Okay. I'm walking up to the door, and I happen to notice a flyer next to it. This is a lot of very short sentences. I'm going to give you an F. It starts (laughs) off by saying we discovered... I'm just kidding, Mike. I know I give you shit all the time. It starts off by saying we discovered several blockages in the showers in university-owned amenities caused by human hair. Okay. Well, that answers that, I thought. It wasn't just some big duke. Nope. But I kept reading. The flyer goes on to say, We discovered on further investigation that they were caused by large quantities of semen. Oh, man, someone's whacking away. Jesus, it took all I had not to die from laughing at Pistol Pete is right. I saw people posting about it on Twitter and TikTok while I was scrolling my phone during lunch. It, t- it talked about how semen isn't soluble in water and how if they need to do it, do it at the dorms. Dude, if you need to do it. <laughs> I looked more and more into it. As it turns out, this is a prank that's done every few years across campus. People go around and post this saved flyer. I gotta admit, it's a pretty damn good prank. That's pretty good. Dude, I was hoping the prank was that everybody just in the shower. Into the shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a prank that's like, that's a fun prank. Just jizzed directly into the school's <laughs> drains. Yeah. You can. Well, semen is soluble. Like, trust me. <laughs> Josh would know. He's a dick scientist. Yeah, if you use hot water, it's better. It'll make if cold water, it'll make it sticky. Sun Tzu's Art of War number twenty. If given the option, always be stabbing they necks. Oh fuck yeah! Captain Metroid Mike of the IKS platoon sound, but it's from your peener. I don't know how to do the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I just In came. Josh's case, it would be... <gasps> uh, gotcha, you old fuck. What's that next email? Next email is from AJ. Ooh, wow, AJ, this is really... Long email alert is in the thing. Okay. Jesus Christ. Maybe we'll save this for next All right, time, next AJ. time. What's our last email, then? Our last email is from David S., and I got to do the voice. Hell yeah. It's entitled Secret Long Message. Oh, man, this is fucked up to do to him, but I was we've missed David S. for like three podcasts, so. Yeah. Secret Long Message, a.k.a. Give M. Class Money. Well, this is like a size 14 font, which is like not standard. To whom I reckon it'll concern. I done encrypted a secret log in this here ISO chip or whatnot. <laughs> I'll, it'll automatically decrypt when you use the vocal password. Go to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and for as little as $1, enjoy wallpapers, extra podcasts, access to that there rowdy as hell discord, and a chance to call yourself a true Trek boy. Nice. Decrypting. Decrypting. Cowboys log. Start eight. One for the money, two for the show. <laughs> I've been assigned helm duty aboard the USS Crimea, named after my favorite river, which feeds into my favorite lake, Timber Lake. Oh my god. Crimea River. Get it? Timber Lake. Wow. Get it? God, that's clever, dude. Wow, that's... Wow. I got the regrettable duty of escorting Mr. Worf and his so-called bone daddy to the Gila Void. (laughs) You see... Ever since Picard's refusal to show the Ge- the Gilemly father how humans propagate our species, mm-hmm. the Gilem void has become the hottest destination for daredevil exhibitionists looking to prove their originality and skill. Oh man, I gotta go. As more and more interstellar porkers show up to the void, Gilem began mind-freaking anyone who failed to show him a new way of knocking boots. Yeah. 
After years of training, Worf and his holographic partner, equipped with a mobile emitter, feel prepared to slowly, yet firmly, slide into Nagilam's quivering memory wow. and deposit a fat load of information he ain't never seen before. Wow, I'm getting a bone daddy myself. <laughs> now, I'm more nervous than Tom Paris at the Tucker's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> But I'm excited to finally pay bill, pay my respects to little Babilum. We're almost there. Boy, I wish I was having a drink at Porks. <laughs> Cowboys Log, star date three four point shut the door. By Q's curly mustache, we did it. I can't hardly believe it. We made it out of the void alive. Man, I wish you was here to see it. Once we we was inside the hole, the Gilems showed up on our monitors looking more annoyed than a Vulcan at a Taloxian quinceanera. <laughs> they asked how we wanted to die, but before I could finish describing my death by barbecue fantasy, nice. Worf and Skeletor start foreplaying right there in the runoff. Oh, here we go, here we go. I hear a sigh and a, oh, not this again, from the monitor, and close my eyes and say my goodbyes. <laughs> After a few seconds, I realize I weren't getting mind freaked and peek to see what the most incredible sexual display this side arises. <laughs> oh, my God. They was doing the double K-less press, <laughs> the no-candorian, <laughs> the cloak and the dagger, <laughs> the trill drill, the emissary position... <laughs> Reverse Power Cat and the Rusty Borg implant. Uh, Rusty Borg implant is uh, you gotta you gotta clean up after that. Yucko. Yeah. Their big finish was a move no one has attempted outside of simulation, let alone in front of his holiest of faces, the Riker maneuver. <laughs> they hit the lift off. Made the grip switch on the turn. Managed not to slip on any of the Lindys. Hit the spit. <laughs> But before Worf could land the wave dash edge cancel, <laughs> he slipped and twisted his second donger. No! The situation was dire, but I knew what I had to do. I stripped down and lifted Worf back up. We looked at each other and both said, Two Rikers, one bridge! <laughs> oh my God. To make a long story short, we made it out of the void but not before destabilizing the Skeletor's hollow matrix. <laughs> Have you ever had to step in to help save a friend in need? From the power fluctuation readings, I'm guessing from... Uh, I'm guess getting from DD9. Looks like Captain Crisco's gonna want Wharf back before y'all can say Q's Quark Quartz. <laughs> and a log from David S. aboard the USS Crimea. I just picture Worf coming back from the uh, Batleth tournament, but instead of a trophy, it's just a, a dick trophy, like a dildo trophy. <laughs> it's a trophy stand that has the big rock dick from TOS on yeah, top of yeah, it. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's great. Uh, so have you ever had to step in to help save a friend in need? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I have. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Probably. This is unfortunately something I don't remember either. I yeah, well we're I not know the, I have plenty yeah, of times. We're not the type of people who are like, oh, one time I did this great thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm that guy. Are you? No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I you know you you do whatever you can to help your friends out. Yeah, I don't know. One of the things I did that made um, Crystal fall for me, besides being extremely oh, handsome, let me write this down. I need to know your tips. Was she was um, she got really really sick, and it was like after midnight, and we were in the we were in the dorms, and she was like you know hugging the turlet. She probably doesn't want me telling the story, but anyway, yeah, she uh, she won't listen this far into this awful episode. <laughs> She, <laughs> I'm kidding. She like um, was getting like really sick, so I went um, like I walked all the way across town to the only open. Like I walked to three or four different like little groceries, 24 hour groceries, and like convenience stores to finally find ginger ale and bring it back to her. Mm -hmm. And she said that that was one of the reasons she fell for me that I went that far out of my way. Ginger ale is the key to all women's hearts. It's true. I have an exact opposite story of this. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. One time, 
uh, when I was probably like 22 or 23, uh, I was with this girl that I'd been with for a while, and we got like Mad Men hung over like the next day, like mm-hmm, that episode mm-hmm, of Mad Men when uh, when uh, what's his name and the wife are both hung over. We were both fucked up, and uh, she was like, "Can you get me some water?" And I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. Well, you were hungover. Yeah, too. I was. I was I, completely not sick. Yeah, I couldn't move. I, I was like, I, I, and she, dude, for like a long ass time, she was bringing that up. Like, remember that time you wouldn't give me water? And I was like, yeah, oh, I needed no. water. I needed water too, but like, I literally couldn't move. Like, but yeah. So uh, the lesson is, we didn't get married like you did. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. If you if you want to get married, go out of your way yeah. and get your paramour a uh, ginger a nice ale. Ginger ale. That would have been better than water. Yes, ginger ale always up settles an upset tum tum. Yeah, you can put it up your butt too. Mm, you can put pretty much anything up your butt if you try hard enough. I I have. Uh, sorry we didn't read your email this time, AJ. We'll get to it next time. I imagine next time we're going to have less emails. This is a pretty sizable chunk of a mail. It's like my dick. Uh, <laughs> haha! Fucking got him! There's like, there's like a thing for everything. You ever notice that? There's a dick for everything. You can stick it up any butt. Only if they say okay. I, I just have a tattoo back there that says, it's okay. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Says. Yeah. It's okay. Um thanks everybody for your emails. We appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you for writing in. We love you. Uh I'm really excited that we found the problem with David S's emails. <laughs> I wonder why it was going to spam. I don't know. Like especially because it wasn't going it to wasn't. spam for so yeah. long. Dude, Google is fucked up, man. Like I just don't understand. Like I'm gonna have to check through spam before I do every episode now, I think. Yeah, that's the thing about like Google Mail, is like it does one thing weird and then you're always like, Okay, well where is this now? Like is it yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Just you know what? Bring back fucking Yahoo mail. Hotmail. I think it still exists. Hey, did Hotmail become Gmail? Is that what happened? No, Hotmail still exists. No way. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Hotmail. Outlook Live. What? Yeah, that's Hotmail. What? Yeah, Outlook is Hotmail. Was Hotmail Microsoft? Uh, no. It is now. It is now. I, I thought somebody bought... Okay, all right, all right. Fascinating end of the show here. Fascinating. <laughs> well, we're learning. Learning is a part of M class. I no, not really. I'm learning. <laughs> learning. <laughs> Thanks everybody for writing in your emails. If you want to be part of the show as well, you can shoot an email in over at uh, uh, M class email at gmail.com. Singular. David Singular. S. He did not make that mistake. I'm gonna. That was G- Gmail's mistake. Nope. It's David. He. It's his fault. Damn. Yep. Josh taking a stand when absolutely not necessary. Scapegoating, bro. I'm good at it. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you'd like this show a week early, and on the day this comes out, there will be a brand new Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit where we talk all about X-Files. We talk about lots of files. We, we talk about a lot of shit in that episode, but X-Files mostly. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, listen to that right now if you head on over to patreon.com slash podcast and plop down your five buckaroonies. Five gold press American dollars. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Um, that's it. That's the end of the show. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> Me too. It's been a long week. Since the last email It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class 
female. I swear there's never a past in them class. Female. It's always been singular that's in class. Female. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's empath. It's empath. Empath. Empath.